Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we take a look at the astrological energies from February 1st until February 8th as we now enter the second month of 2023 and we are fully in Aquarius season. So we will look at what is unfolding over this next week, which by the way is pretty big and significant as we will have the Leo full moon coming up on February 5th. And there are some very interesting energies that I want to share with you that have been coming through strongly about clarity, clarity in your energy, clarity in your intention, because the universe is not playing games right now. The universe is not wasting time, is not playing around. When we are in these energetics that are very clear and pure and light filled, things happen faster and smoother. Decisions, intentions, what you desire can come up even quicker, but you have to be in that purity of your own energy. So we're going to talk about that in today's show. As we look at the astrological energies that are coming up into February. I have two quick programming notes that I want to mention before we continue on. The first is that I want to acknowledge that I misspoke in Monday's podcast episode where we are discussing the energies of Pluto and Sedna. Sedna is the goddess of the sea and she is an Inuit goddess and I said Intuit goddess and it's funny because I was thinking of the word intuitive or to intuit something but I know many of you thought I was referring to intuit as in the taxes but believe me I am never thinking about tax forms. So I just wanted to clarify that that was my mistake. She is Sedna, Inuit goddess of the sea and marine life. And we're going to keep discussing her energies on Monday because there's a lot of good stuff here that we're meant to understand in our own evolutionary journey, what we've been holding, what we've been consciously and unconsciously working with. And she offers us many gifts of understanding. So we will continue that conversation on Monday, February 6th. And then the second thing I want to acknowledge is happy in bulk to those who celebrate. This is a holiday that occurs exactly between the winter solstice and the spring equinox. It's a midpoint in the energies and it is about the emergence of spring arriving here in the northern hemisphere and is part of the seasonal shift in energies, in weather, and what we're moving into next. If you are interested in learning more about these traditions that are based on various teachings, especially in Scotland and Ireland, I do recommend following the work of Mary Kennedy, M-A-R-I Kennedy. She is filled with wisdom and wonderful teachings about these cycles, about the various festivals throughout the year. She teaches it through the Celtic Wheel. So please connect with her if you're interested on Facebook or Instagram, and she even has some teachings on YouTube as well. So we are now moving into February, and the month begins with the Sun in Aquarius sextiling Chiron in Aries, 
This occurs at 12 degrees. And this is the energy of perhaps understanding more of what you've been healing. Having some new insights, concepts, perceptions of the bigger picture. Because the sun in Aquarius is connected to the bigger energies of consciousness, the bigger understandings and how things come together and work together. There could be something here where you have some type of insight into what Chiron has been showing you, revealing, requiring you to heal. And the sextile from the sun is supportive. And so again, it could bring in some kind of understanding that just clicks, that makes sense, that has a sense of, ah, this is helping my mind and my mental self grasp what this story is. Because the sun in Aquarius is really wanting us to understand the fuller spectrum of energetics at play. And so this is the energy that begins the month of February. It could even feel like this month is starting with some more quiet energy or that it's not so big or in your face. But as we move towards the Leo full moon on February 5th, the energy picks up. And so right before the full moon on February 4th, we're going to have Venus in Pisces, square Mars in Gemini at 11 degrees, and then the Sun in Aquarius, square Uranus in Taurus at 15 degrees, followed by the Leo full moon. So February 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th is where things are going to really get going. There's going to be more energy that picks up, and this goes into, again, what the universe is asking you to fully connect with and understand in yourself. There is energy here that is meant to be released and purged. This is the energy of change, change in something that you've already been moving through. And that's because these points The sun and Uranus are working with the energies of the eclipses. The eclipse from November when we had the Taurus lunar eclipse at 16 degrees of Taurus in your chart and that moon in Taurus was conjunct Uranus at 16 degrees opposing the sun, Mercury and Venus all in Scorpio. And then we're going to have another powerful eclipse working with this same point in your chart in May, the Scorpio lunar eclipse occurring at 15 degrees of Scorpio. So in your natal chart, the fixed signs especially are working with some significant life changes. And this is occurring, I'm going to say it's a very tight orb. 15, 16, and 17 degrees of the fixed signs. 15, 16, 17 degrees of Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius. And so this is a midpoint in eclipse energies that we're moving through this week in the fixed signs. The fixed signs typically want stability, consistency, security, a comfort zone. The fixed signs want to stay in a comfort zone, are very attached to that comfort zone, will even resist life changes or new directions because of that comfort zone. 
But this is where the universe is saying it's time to move ahead. It's time for change, ready or not, it's happening. And it could even feel like it's happening rather quickly with the Uranus energy strongly involved. There is an acceleration of energies that pick up around the Leo full moon, but chances are it's not new. It's not something new. It's something you've already perhaps been working through and aware of that started last October, November and is moving into the upcoming eclipse season in May. So understand that there are turning points this week and the energy is being very clear with us about what we want, what is correct, what is for your best and highest good, what energetically connects with you. And then there could be some very big shocks around what doesn't. And that's part of the square here. So we have sun in Aquarius squaring Uranus in Taurus during the Leo full moon. And this is activating multiple points in your chart. So the Leo full moon is going to be working with your chart in three areas. So identify where you have the middle degrees of Leo, the middle degrees of Taurus, and the middle degrees of Aquarius. Again, 15 to 17 degrees. This is where the shifts and changes are happening that are ultimately freeing you. This is where liberation shows up, but through chaos or through something unexpected. This is also where with these energies, you might not see the full picture in the moment. This is where changes can happen quickly and it can feel disruptive and chaotic and then you don't understand why until later on. So understand that's a big part of this energy where if things are happening and unfolding and you're even just walking on this path of deeply trusting yourself and there's a lot shifting and changing, you won't see immediately why because these energies tend to have a delayed understanding. So just give yourself a break from having to figure it out or looking for the why if you're not feeling it. You could be feeling it. You could have an instant knowingness. You could be like, I knew it. Yes, this makes sense. This is why I got it. But if you don't, give yourself a break. Step back from that mental spinning because these energies don't always reveal the universe's brilliance in the moment. And the universe is so brilliant in how it's operating right now and how it is allowing us to deeply honor our own journeys. What is important to you? What is essential for you? what is connected to your best and highest good, and also revealing what is really important for you to let go of. So the thing that came up that is so random and so funny as I was tapping into these energies is the image of a catapult, but it wasn't just any catapult. No, I was pulled to the movie Monty Python in the Holy Grail when they are trying to cross over the bridge of death and they have to answer three questions by the bridge keeper. And if you get a question wrong, you are catapulted away. 
So there's energy here where things happen fast because again, the universe isn't playing around and you could feel that in your own life. It's sort of like stepping into these faster currents of energy that you've just got to go with it. You've got to trust yourself. You've got to be in the flow. You've got to be clear in your intentions and what you want because of how the energies have accelerated. And it could be too that you're feeling this catapult of energy, like things are just leaving. You could also feel that you are on the catapult and you're leaving or you've gone in a new direction in your life or in your world. You could feel like it's happened really quickly. You could feel this in a particular part of your life, part of your energy, that something that was front and center just got catapulted away and it actually opens up all this new space and energy and potential that you wouldn't have otherwise known. So this is where it's very important to be clear in who you are, what you want, what is correct for you in the best ways that you can, because of course there's things that are out of our control that we can't manage, that we don't have a choice in. But this is where you remember that you always have a choice in your energy, and that this is a very good week to understand what your favorite color is, what the airspeed velocity of the unladen swallow, both African and European swallows, and then of course what the capital of Assyria is. So this is where you want to be very clear in your knowledge, in your sense of self, in your energy. This is where you could even be experiencing this already since Again, October, November, last eclipse season, where there were things that needed to go in a different direction, that the universe was like, no, this is not for you. This is not good enough. This is not connecting with the truth of your energy. This is not connecting with your heart, with your journey, with what you've been healing. And so the universe takes it away and that's it. No playing around. None of this like back and forth anymore. The energies are very clear and straightforward. And that's what's being required of us. This is our next level of mastery is working with these accelerated energies from a place of confidence and trust in yourself. Also reinforcing your trust with the universe, with the divine brilliance of the cosmos who is supporting you in ways that perhaps you don't even see at times. We aren't even aware of it. We don't even understand the bigger picture, but we have these energetic imprints. Oh, this is so fascinating. They're showing me our energetic imprints on each planet, on Uranus, on Neptune, on Chiron, the energetic imprints that each planet is carrying about your soul's journey and that there's things that are remembered, are seen, are fully understood. And part of what we are working with and often working with through our mind and our ego is how. How does this work? Why is this happening? What's going on? What's coming up? You know, we have all of those basic questions and yet there are these beautiful cosmic answers that are supporting us, that are coming together, that are helping us continue on our own unique path. And I'm feeling this too as beautiful energies in the quantum field opening us up to more that we could not have otherwise tapped into if we had kept ourselves restrained, closed down, only in the ego, only in the mind, only in the body. 
This is an expansive energy that we've been moving through for a number of years now, but there's parts of our energy that might not want that expansion because we don't understand it. The mind might not have all the details or specifics and then close down. The ego might feel that it's being overpowered, it's not in control, so it shuts it off. Uh, There's parts of ourselves too that could just have fear or be scared of the unknown. And that's so normal in the human experience. And remember how your fear often wants to keep you safe because your fear can be holding on to something that happened to you previously. You don't want it to happen again. You don't want it to play out the same way. You don't want the same results or pain or anything that you went through before. So that fear comes up as this flashing danger sign but you can override it. You can override the fear and let it know you're at a new level of consciousness now. You're at a new energy. You're in a new place where you're trusting the universe even more. And that's what you're choosing. That's what you're selecting. And that can help diminish any of that fear or any of those parts of yourself that might be really wily right now, that might be really chaotic or feeling really triggered. There's all parts of ourselves that we can learn to soothe, whether that is self-soothing or energy work, body work, anything that helps to consciously work with your own energy from a place of empowerment. This is part of our evolutionary growth, especially at these mid-eclipse points, especially when we are transforming and evolving into new parts of ourselves that we haven't met before. And that's a big part of this ascension cycle and our awakening journey is that we are really stepping into new experiences at a soul level. And I'm feeling that is a big part as well of these eclipses, of our ongoing big astrological transits, and what is being revealed to you in your own world is you're being asked to evolve into a new version of yourself, to really embody that higher consciousness, to live from it, to live from that place, which requires more of our spiritual gifts than ever before. One way that I practice this regularly is that I check in with my body before I eat. And it's very simple in some ways, but it also takes me off of the whole three meals a day path or thinking, oh, I should have this for dinner or I should have that for breakfast. Rather, I check in with my body first to see what my body consciousness is wanting And go from there. So these are like simple everyday habits that you can practice to support your own energy, to work with the truth of your own energy and what is really coming up for you, not just going with any of the old routines or habits or any of the programming that perhaps used to work for you, but you're seeing what doesn't work anymore. So again, going back to that catapult, you could be putting on the catapult some of your own habits, some things that no longer serve you that you just don't want to live your life around. And you could catapult it away to remove it quickly, which also opens up new space for you to then move into and work with.
So within this energy that I've been discussing, we also have Venus in Pisces squaring Mars in Gemini. Mars is now direct, still in his shadow territory, and Venus is exalted in Pisces. Interesting to note that this is actually the last time that Venus is going to travel through Pisces without making a conjunction to Saturn because Saturn enters Pisces in a month and will stay there into 2026. So Venus is moving through the sign of her exaltation, but in the next few years, she's going to have checking in points with Saturn that changes the energy. So Venus in Pisces is where we're meant to really love our journey, trust our energy, honor our intuition, what we're feeling, what we're sensing, and to also give ourselves a break, to give ourselves some time off and to lay low, again, to trust what your energy needs. That square to Mars and Gemini is a busybody. Mars and Gemini is where you're feeling like, I've got to get this done. There's so much on my mind. There's a lot I need to get caught up on or take care of. So there could be this push and pull between the need to rest and lay low versus everything in front of you, everything on your calendar or on your to-do list. This can also show up as not being on the same page in relationships or connections because of how Venus is the feminine, Mars is the masculine. But this is a soft square, especially because Venus in Pisces is very caring and empathetic. This Mars in Gemini is actually stronger so it's most likely that the Mars energy is going to overrun what Venus really needs. It could be too that you're feeling that the masculine energy is strong at this time. We do have a number of planets in both the air signs and the fire signs. So you could just feel like, yeah, it's not a good time to take a break. Or there could be things in relationships or conversations that you give into and then you realize, oh, I should have stood my ground. I should have said what I need to say about that. So keep in mind that this Mars in Gemini is going to be stronger than the Venus in Pisces. But look at any energetic cords of resentment. Look at anything internally that you are grappling with or fighting with in yourself because what I think will actually support moving through this is to honor the Venus and Pisces themes where it's okay to just let it go. It's okay to just step back. It's okay to not be overly involved or do too much right now. It's okay to say, I'm not available. I'll get back to you Monday. I'm not going to be able to attend. So there's something about that Venus in Pisces to honor, which could even feel harder right now. It could feel like, again, there's too much to do or other people need you, or you've got to get something done by the deadline, all very real world, everyday things. But remember to connect with the Venus in Pisces, ask her what she needs, and it's probably going to be soft. It's going to be a whisper. It's going to be something that you just tap into and feel. But if you trust that guidance, there could be something here that really gives you a break that is well-deserved and is needed. And to be fair, it is a soft undercurrent around these bigger energies of the week. And it could be that these bigger cycles of energies around the Leo full moon 
are really requiring more of your energy. Now, the Leo full moon is at 17 degrees in your chart, and the full moon is always a point of illumination. It happens two weeks after the new moon, which we just had in Aquarius, and it is a point of revelation around what you have been understanding and realizing. And the Leo energy connects to the courage of the heart, the ability to take a risk on what we really want, to not hold back our desires or our light. The Leo energy amplifies your creativity and your self-expression. It also grounds you in to your solar plexus, to your growing sense of self and how you're feeling confident. There could be things coming up right now, testing your confidence, asking you to travel with a deeper connection to what you want, what you desire. And I actually feel this as the empowered heart chakra, where that Leo energy, when it's deeply connected to the heart, will operate from that space, will also live from a place of trusting the heart. And think about how the opposite of trusting the heart would be not trusting the heart, also perhaps withholding, uh, being a coward, staying in old situations. It's kind of like the inability to move forward can also come up in the lower expressions of Leo. So what we are being illuminated with right now is understanding what is in your heart space, what is calling to you, what is within you that actually gives you a new sense of life that is inspiring and positive and uplifting. This energy can be very encouraging, especially when it is connected to the solar plexus. So the Leo full moon is about some very big changes, but I feel like the universe is also calling us into our heart space and to look at what is being revealed to you that you can't deny, that is almost persistent, uh, what is coming through that is tapping you into what your wanting to move towards. So this is also support for risk taking. Uh, that is something that the Leo courage can amplify. Uh, it is also about gambling where you could feel like, all right, I'm taking a gamble on this. I'm just going to see how it plays out. I'm just going to see what happens. And it's interesting because the Leo energy can have very big ego associated with it. And that ego wants to control but the ego that is in a healthy balance, that is in a healthy place of self, can also understand however this plays out, I'm going to be okay. Whatever happens with this gamble or this risk, something else will support me or something else will come through. So it's almost like don't be too locked in which could be hard with these strong fixed energies right now. So with so many planets in the fixed signs, we're talking about Sun in Aquarius, Saturn in Aquarius. We will have the Moon in Leo. We have Uranus and the North Node in Taurus and the South Node in Scorpio. With this focus on the fixed signs, there could be things that you don't want to let go of. You don't want to budge. And yet the universe is saying, oh, it's time and we're going and it's happening and here we are. And this is why I'm feeling like there's things this week 
they're going to show you these energies in a very clear way, almost like you could get this unexpected yes. I mean, keep thinking of this in the positive outcomes. Keep thinking of what can develop or come through that you're like, wow, this is better than I thought, or I never expected that response. I had no idea this could be something that would show up for me. So maintain a high vibration around these developments and also keep in mind that we're traveling too with a cosmic knowingness. This is different than a mental or ego knowingness. This is bigger. It's an energy field outside of the personal aura. It's an energy field that is connected to your best and highest good that we don't always see or understand right away. But the universe knows and your spirit guides know, your angels know, all parts of your energy that have traveled with you across multiple lifetimes, no. So I feel like this could be positive developments if that's your intention, if that's what you desire. Also keep in mind that if there are things you are struggling with, especially in the fear body or in the lower emotional expressions, you can powerfully evolve that. You can always evolve your energy. You can always shift it into something else even if you're not sure how that will happen. And I mentioned this before that it can relate to energies that you're identifying in your chakras. It could relate to energies you're identifying in your transiting planets in your chart. It can relate to anything on the energetic spectrum that you are intentionally wanting to create a different experience with. So one thing you could do with the Leo full moon on February 5th, which occurs at 1.28 p.m. Eastern time, is that you could energetically put in your solar plexus, in your heart chakra, something that you want to energetically illuminate and grow with these changes. So make this work for you. Make this be something that you're deciding. You're in your power. You're in your choices. You're in your understanding of being a beautiful manifester in the physical realms. You're saying, this is what I want to evolve forward. This is my intention. This is what I want to shift consciously in myself. This could be energy that removes blockages, removes blockages in the solar plexus or in the heart chakra. Also trust for you if there's something else in your energy that's calling to you, but this can burst open those blockages. Again, you put it on the catapult and you send it out, you send it away And you're understanding that it's no longer right for you. It's no longer true for you. And you can do so with gratitude and blessings for what you understood about yourself. But now you've cleared the space. You've cleared the space for something new or different that is a better fit for your energy. And don't be surprised if it shows up quickly. Again, these energies are moving so fast that you could even feel like it's too fast. That can also be something that comes up. It's sort of like, okay, let's pump the brakes here or this is happening too quickly. And it can be triggering fears outside of the normal pace that you live life. And what I'm seeing too is how 
the energies have accelerated. They're they're moving faster. And I know I've repeated that. I've said that multiple times. And this is when we feel it. We feel it during these bigger energy periods, especially when there are more squares happening in the astrology. So the squares are where the planets are at a 90 degree point and the squares involve attention. We feel it as a tension or a challenge. Often in the squares though, there's one planet's energy that's more dominant. As I explained about Venus squaring Mars, where Mars is often a stronger influence than Venus. Well, in this week's energies, the strongest influence is actually Uranus. It's still Uranus. Now the sun is squaring Uranus, giving that Uranian energy more to work with because the sun is the biggest light in our solar system. But Uranus brings in big changes, life changes, lifestyle changes. Uranus and Taurus has been working with us in very pivotal ways to show us new ways of living our life, reveal our new values, reveal what really matters to us, but it is the roller coaster energy, so it hasn't been stable. Over this next week, we also have squares with the full moon coming into play. Now keep in mind, the moon is our most personal energy. So here we have Uranus squaring the sun and the moon, showing us, revealing to us how our lives are ready to shift and evolve. And this is where we can make some clear choices in what we're actively participating in, how we want to contribute, how we want to also trust the changes that are bigger than our immediate environment or our personal energies. So basically this week feels like an eclipse. It has that energy signature. Something could be eclipsed in your life. Uh, This is a midpoint of an eclipse, but this is where there's big changes that are being made because of how the universe is seeing your journey. And I am viewing this through a very loving lens. And that is something that would actually pertain to your own belief systems. So if you feel like the universe is kicking your ass and doesn't like you and you're being put in detention or you're going into some other energies, that would be about your own belief system. And that's something you can look at. That's something you could evolve and shift. And it's very simple to do so because it's about willingness, opening up. Please show me another way to understand this. Please reveal to me new ways of looking at this or understanding this. So staying open to what you're willing to learn could be one thing that shows up for you this week as well. Now, after the Leo full moon on February 5th, we have Mercury in Capricorn sextiling Neptune in Pisces at 23 degrees. And this is where Mercury is almost done with his shadow retrograde journey through Capricorn. Mercury will enter Aquarius on February 11th. But until then, 
Mercury is very focused on important matters at hand as he moves through Capricorn and is aware of what needs to be taken care of. And now that this Mercury is direct, there could be a sense of, I'm going to get this done. I've got to finish this up. I got to get back to this person. It's a serious minded energy. And as Mercury connects to Neptune and Pisces at 23 degrees, there could be a sense of, okay, I don't have to put so much pressure on myself. I can take a break. If there's something in front of you that you can't mentally solve, hand it over to Neptune and Pisces, which is your higher self, and allow something new to come in. This is about actually being receptive, where you're not applying pressure to the things in front of you. Rather, you're saying, okay, universe, please bring me a solution to this. Please show me a path. Please show me an idea. Please show me something. So that would be an energy to work with, especially after the Leo full moon. We're also going to see Venus in Pisces, sextile Uranus in Taurus, at 15 degrees on February 7th. And this is where you could feel more trust in the changes. You could feel like, yes, okay, I can see where this is going. This feels good. This is actually working with me. Venus has had a very interesting ongoing connection with Uranus because Uranus in Taurus is ruled by Venus. And so what Venus does makes these energies land in our personal life, in our personal energy. Venus is a personal planet. Uranus is a transpersonal planet, an outer planet. And so we have this interesting dialogue where Uranus in Taurus is shifting up what we want or what we think we want, also shifting up what we thought our life would be. How huge of a topic is that? What we thought our life would be, what we thought the game plan was going to be. And then Venus in Pisces, being the ruler of Uranus and Taurus, gives you the peace to just trust it. Okay, great. This is what's happening. This is where I'm at. This is what I'm feeling. I'm good. I've got this. This Venus in Pisces reminds you that even though there's things that are shifting in big ways, that you're still fine. You're safe. You're good. If that's what you choose, if that's the vibration you choose to tap into. And this Venus in Pisces, she connects it to our heart space. This is also feminine energy that is just allowing the journey to continue to evolve her. The journey is evolving her. And this is an interesting dance between, oh, okay, I understand what's happening and I'm aware of what I want, of where I'm going, of what I need, but I'm going to travel with ongoing compassion for myself. I'm not going to abandon my needs. I'm not going to lower my standards. I'm not going to give up what is really vital to me, especially in my heart, but I am going to allow the universe to show me different shades of the same color or different ways to work with this. So I feel like there's a softness here that comes in after the Leo full moon where the energy softens and you could even feel that there's a softening into your heart space. There's even a sense of deeper trust that you're good. You're good. You've got this. You haven't missed anything. You haven't missed anything with your name on it. If it's truly correct for you, the universe is holding it in the back room 
It's in a very safe place. No one else is going to buy it. No one else is going to come in and take it from you. It's not sold out. It's not expired. It's not gone. Think about how that line of thinking can be very supportive and how it can calm down the worry, calm down any kind of frantic energy, calm down anything that appears to be shifting and changing outside of your control. But then you come back to your own energy. Maybe you put your hand on your heart, your hand on your solar plexus, you're grounding in your energy and you're like, this is actually going to be wonderful because I haven't lost anything with my name on it. I haven't missed anything that is truly correct for me. Yeah, this is kind of wild energy. It's fast moving. It's accelerating. But there's also a sense of remembering how you can open up to more miracles and manifestations when you're really grounded in that belief system that everything is happening for your best and highest good. And so this is where we practice our spiritual gifts. We practice the energetics. We take care of our immune system and our nervous system and our fear body and our emotional body. We take care of ourselves because we know that at the same time, the universe is taking care of you too. And I'm also feeling how this is how we travel forward with the best from the age of Pisces energies. So we've been talking a lot about the age of Aquarius, which is moving us into our individual gifts, how we're different, how we can coexist with people and their differences, and how we can allow this beautiful mosaic of energy on the planet to be something we work with and work through. But we're also working with the best of the age of Pisces, which is traveling with a sense of your spiritual connections, your intuitive gifts, deep compassion for yourself, deep love for yourself, and not abandoning that, not giving that up, not putting that up for sale or for rent. Some things in our energy are not available to be bargained with. And maybe that's what you'll see during this next week with all the catapults happening and people making decisions and choices. Maybe you're going to see what you are no longer negotiating, where there's no bargaining room here because you're so solid in who you are, what you want, and what you're trusting, that that's the energy that you're embodying and owning, and that's what you're living from. So if you'd like, this would be a beautiful week for the Leo full moon to illuminate those parts of your energy, those parts of your heart, as well as to practice being an observer of other people's choices or other people's directions or what they are participating in in their life. In fact, the sun in Aquarius is very good at observing others, very good at sitting on the sidewalk with a delicious cappuccino and just watching people go by and watching their outfits, watching their choices, observing where they're at in their journey or where they're at in their own life. And not taking it on, not allowing it to infiltrate your energy if it doesn't truly connect with who you are and where you're at now. So it's a big week. I do have a video for you on YouTube talking more about the Leo full moon energies. So please check that out. 
Also, I wanted to let you know, some of you have asked about my monthly programs, and I'm not offering those at this time because I'm honoring the energy in my own astrology chart. Uh, my progress chart is moving through some very big shifts right now, very exciting shifts, and it's about working with my own energy. So I have to honor that, right? I have to practice what the heck I talk about. So I am not offering the monthly astrology programs at this time. I do want to let you know that if you are an astrologer, an intuitive, a reader, you do any kind of client work, one-on-one client work, you do anything to support people in knowing themselves, giving them readings, helping them understand their energy, I've got something coming for you. I've got something that I hope has your name on it that supports you with your brilliance in the world and how you are helping people navigate their own path. So just a heads up that that's coming soon and I will be letting you know more about that in this podcast as well as on my email list and on social media. And if you are curious about your own progress chart, which is very important to know the further you advance in astrology, uh, please check out the course I have for you that teaches you about how to understand the progress chart because it's about the milestones in your life. It's a different timeline of your own energy and it shows you about the significant life developments that you're experiencing and moving through. It connects you to a different timeline in your own journey. And as I just shared, I've been watching that for myself and things that are closing out for me started back in January 1996. So Keep in mind that the progress chart shows you, again, significant changeovers, things that you want to be aware of, things that you want to consciously work with and own. So I've been watching these transitions in my own progress chart, and I'm planning for certain things around them. I have some big things planned this year because of my progress chart. So if this is an area of astrology that you want to understand more, that you want to dive into and consciously work with, please check out my course on that where you're going to understand even more about your soul's journey in this lifetime. It is a more intermediate level course. You do already need to have certain things under your belt. So please know that. But it is still on sale for 50% off. I've extended it simply because I know that it's helping so many of you. So I'll put that link below this podcast. I will see you back here on Monday. I have a new episode every Monday and Wednesday, and I hope that you are feeling encouraged to make the most of the energies of this week. You can find out more about me at mollymccord.online. I'm also on Instagram and Facebook where I'm releasing some shorter teaching videos for you as well. Take good care and I'll see you back here really soon.